Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Pelos Jonathan Martin at 410. Opening arguments begin in the trial for the murder of 10-year-old Michael Kyleson at D.C. Superior Court. I'm John Doman. After a body is discovered in bags in Northeast, police say a man turned himself in. I'm Megan Cloherty. After a lawsuit, the city of Alexandria ends a grant program for minority-owned businesses. I'm Mike Marilla. Four o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. President Biden confirms the latest unidentified objects in the U.S. are believed to be benign, and he's working on a plan for future sightings. I've directed my team to come back to me with sharper rules for how we will deal with these unidentified objects moving forward, distinguishing distinguishing between those that are likely to pose safety and security risks that necessitate action and those that do not. But make no mistake, if any object presents a threat to the safety and security of the American people, I will take it down. Mr. Biden says he's also keeping lines of communications open with China despite shooting down its spy balloon three weeks ago. Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman's in the hospital now for severe depression. CBS's Scott McFarlane. The state's chief of staff says John Fetterman checked himself into the Walter Reed National Military Medical Center for treatment for depression. The state says Fetterman's experienced depression and on and off on throughout his life, but that it became severe in recent weeks. Fetterman is also recovering during a campaign for Pennsylvania last year. No, that is when your report showed today following an investigation into efforts to overturn the 2020 election in Georgia. CBS's Robert Costas says this could now hurt former President Trump in 2024. For Trump, that presents yet another vaccine issue for him as he continues to move forward politically. Will he continue to falsely claim the 2020 election was stolen or not? His allies say he likely will, but the facts continue to go against that claim. EPA Administrator Michael Reagan is in East Palestine, Ohio today, getting a firsthand look at all the damage caused by a toxic train derailment. We are absolutely going to hold Norfolk Southern accountable. And I can promise you that. He also told the residents air is safe, but they're still waiting on test results on the water supply. Michigan State University police are taking a closer look at the weapons found on the man who killed three students and injured five others on campus this week. Deputy Chief Chris Rossman. Our investigative team did work with our federal ATF partners to trace those weapons. And we have learned that they were purchased legally by the shooter, but they were not registered. Classes remain suspended at the school and the site of one of the shootings, Berkeley Hall, will remain closed during term. Thousands of Teslas are now getting recalled. WWJ Radio's Jeff Gilbert. The recall to be done as an over-the-air software update comes after complaints the system acts unsafe around intersections and doesn't respond properly to posted speed limits. Full self-driving is part of a beta test in nearly 363,000 Tesla models. The company says it plans to send a remote update to fix it. This is CBS News. Hello, everybody. It is 4.03, and we're glad you're driving around with us on this Thursday, February the 16th, 58 degrees. I'm Sean Anderson. Top local story opening arguments are underway in the trial of six men charged in connection with the 2018 killing of Micaiah Wilson. 
The 10-year-old was trying to buy ice cream when she was shot and killed outside her D.C. apartment building. WTOP's John Doman reports from the courthouse. Prosecutor Lindsay Merrick has started by laying out the history of different street gangs and how they got to fighting, and then how it ultimately led to four people getting out of a car and, quote, pummeling that court with gunfire. That court being where Micaiah Wilson was the day of the shooting. The bullet that went through Wilson's heart had gone right through her sister, Nijay Lewis's arm. Before a lunch break, one defense lawyer was able to give his opening statement with John Zucker begging the jury not to let prejudice and emotion influence their decision, saying that the government otherwise has no concrete evidence. He rambled at times and lawyers for four of the other defendants called those comments inappropriate and asked for either a mistrial or to have their cases severed, but the judge denied it. At D.C. Superior Court, John Dome in WTOP News. Now to an accused killer who's turned himself over to police on charges of murdering and dismembering a man in Northeast D.C., WTOP's Megan Cloherty explains what happened. Officers responded on February 3rd to the backyard of a row home on Kearney Street Northeast and made a grisly discovery. The search warrant says they found the dismembered body of a man in black drawstring trash bags. The headless victim has not been identified, but a medical examiner found he died from being shot in the stomach. Police 32-year-old LaVon Barnes confessed to the crime before a judge to learn the charges against him. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. Authorities are overpaying for vouchers on apartment rents for low-income residents. A Washington Post investigation says the authority often does because it does not inquire whether its payments are lined up with market prices. The Post gave one example of where the landlord of a man living in a substandard apartment in Northeast was paid nearly $2,500 in vouchers when average rents in the neighborhood are about $1,600 a month. In one quarter of the cases, the housing authority will pay the top price cap to a landlord who asks for it, even though the apartment is worth much less. And the prices are based on a number of bedrooms, and they prompted some developers to reconfigure units to add a bedroom in an original space to get the extra money. A grant program to help minority-owned businesses was called illegal in a federal suit. Now the city of Alexandria is ending it. To apply for the Black, Indigenous, People of Color Small Business Grant Program, the city required that a business be at least 51% owned by members of those minority groups. In response to the requirement, a defense contractor, Tridentis, which is owned by a white Alexandria man, filed the federal lawsuit claiming the grant violated the 14th Amendment. The city says now after reviewing the case, it's decided to end the program. The city's mayor, Justin Wilson, says he can't comment on the case itself, but he does believe the city must. Be deliberate and intentional about uh, support small businesses in our community, particularly uh, minority, uh, minority-owned minority and, and women-owned businesses. He says it plans to come up with another program. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. WTOP also reached to out lawyers for the company behind that lawsuit for comment. Are speed cameras on Maryland 210 doing enough to capture dangerous drivers? Well, that's the question safety advocates are asking. Our news partners at NBC4 got a report prepared by Prince George's County Police showing that between April and October of last year, no drivers photographed driving 90 miles per hour or more got a speeding citation. Former AAA spokesman John Townsend says a technical problem could be preventing police from being able to definitively identify which car in a photo is speeding. The most important thing is to have the camera. But when you have anomalies in the system where drivers are going 140 miles per hour and they're not ticketed, that shows a lack of confidence in the data. The vendor of the camera's conduit Decline comment. Prince George's County Police say the ultimate goal is to reduce speeds on 210. They say that's happening. He's some tantalizing new reporting on why senior Democrats are supporting President Biden running for a second term. 
why they believe he's he too he's too old. They believe he may be too old, but they think an alternative would be worse. We'll talk to CBS's Major Garrett. For oh, I'm so sorry. Jonathan Martin. Oh, Politico. Jonathan Martin. I'm so sorry. That's Politico's okay. Jonathan Martin. Don't hate me, Jonathan. It's 407. Data underpins countless mission-critical applications across government agencies, and it's your duty to protect and securely access that vital data from anywhere. MongoDB's purpose-built cloud data platform, Atlas for Government, is now FedRAMP moderate. Authorized and available on AWS GovCloud. Accelerate and simplify time to mission with the ideal solution for building modern data applications. Break down silos, control costs, and scale with ease, all in a secure environment. Learn more at mongodb.com slash atlas for gov. My name is Sophie. Sasha. Robert. Ron. And I'm alive thanks to my nurse practitioner. My nurse practitioner saved me from a lifelong heart condition. She prescribed the right medication. My NP diagnosed my multi-organ failure. My NP listens. She saved my life twice. And I will always be grateful. To learn why millions of people choose NPs, visit us at weuseachnps.org. Paid for by AANP. WTOP at 408. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, we've got Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. And, of course, we've got another crash at the eastern end of I-695 in D.C. at the end of the 11th Street Bridge where it goes south toward I-295. Fire rescue has found one there. 395 for slowway traffic through southwest. No crashes recently. In Virginia, George Washington Parkway, southbound very slow from 123 toward the overlooks. Multiple vehicles involved in the crash. The left lane remains blocked. Tow trucks still at work. Bailing out on 123 will take time toward the chain bridge. In Fairfax County, on the county parkway, the crash southbound between Braddock Road and Pope's Head Road. Fire rescue sent that way. They went for a spin out on 28 in Chantilly, 28 southbound between 50 and Willard Road, the left side blocked. And a vehicle flipped onto its side on Ordway Road in Centerville. Traffic is now getting by that response now. It is just west of 28 and between 28 and Bull. Traffic is getting by. Glebe Road, northbound, the ramps to 395 open. You squeeze by the police response to the right, 395 southbound, slow near Glebe Road through Springfield, and lots of slowdowns on 95 between Springfield and Fredericksburg, given the rain. In Maryland, Montgomery County, Beltway, the crash on the outer loop, outer loop between Connecticut Avenue and 270. It's closer to 355. The left side of the outer loop is blocked. Traffic is heavy and slow now back before Georgia Avenue. Interloop volume delays right into Prince George's County. Uh, from Chevrolet to New Carrollton on 50, the crash has been eastbound past 704, past uh, 410, excuse me, between 410 and the Beltway. But everything is now uh, lined up on the left shoulder and getting that left and reopen at the Bay Bridge. No two-way traffic and eastbound traffic will be heavy off of Broad Neck. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, a Fitzway used car is best. Visit FitzMall.com today. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Amelia Draper watching the forecast. Hit out out there on this Thursday night. Otherwise, cloudy skies and temperatures still mild in the 50s for lows, but that's all changing tomorrow. We start off the day with temperatures in the 60s. We fall into the 50s by lunchtime and in the 40s by dinner. So a cold and windy finish on your Friday as the rain ends around the midday hours. A cold start on Saturday with temperatures in the 20s. Well, warm to near 50, beautiful sunshine, more clouds but warmer on Sunday with a bit of a breeze and highs near 60. 
I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. 58 in Roslyn. We've got 56 in Laurel. 58 downtown D.C. Some rain here and there. Brought by Save 20% on long fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 411. You won't hear senior Democrats saying this publicly, but many of them do think President Bull to run for a second term in the White House. However... They're going with the president because they consider the alternatives worse. With live playing us the Politico senior political columnist, Jonathan Martin, who writes about it in the Politico magazines. Good to have you back, Jonathan. Thanks so much. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. So uh, these senior Democrats you're hearing from, uh, they are bringing up Vice President Kamala Harris yeah. and her battle for the top spot, and along with a right. possible Donald Trump victory. Uh, pull that apart for us and tell us about what you're learning here in your reporting. Sure. Well, I have a column today on Politico folks can find uh, that sort of, I think, gets at what it is spoken in a lot of, you know, private rooms behind closed doors among Democrats. Uh, two things. One, they have, they have uh, concerns uh, about uh, Biden running at the age of uh, 81. He'll be 82 where he to win a second term uh, just because we haven't had a president that old. And they're concerned both from an optics standpoint in the campaign and then I think you know, concerned about uh, whether he could govern for, for four years uh, in his mid-80s. Uh, and the, the other issue is, uh, and I think this is part of what keeps Democrats mostly quiet on the record about this, is if not Biden, who? There's concern about the alternative and, you know, worries that Vice President Harris would have a tough time in the general election. So it's sort of a uh, a double-edged issue for Democrats, and I think for a lot of them, at least for the time being, the, the, the safe play is mostly keep quiet about it. You know, Jonathan, uh, President Biden isn't that popular among Americans, and it could right. be that many of them think what some of these Democrats are privately saying. How does that square? Yeah, and, and this is where it's so striking, is that this is sort of the mere image, guys, of what the GOP dealt with in the Trump years. You had a lot of Republican lawmakers who had no use for Donald Trump but didn't dare say that in public because they're voting Democratic lawmakers, I think, you know, like President Biden, um, and don't want to criticize him in public, but their voters, you know, polls show want somebody else to run for the nomination in 2024. Um, it, it's just striking to me that even though th- th- there is cover there with their voters, a lot of Democrats are reluctant right, right now to say that somebody else should be the, the nominee in 24. Uh, Jonathan, 30 seconds on this. Yep. We've been following Nikki sure. Haley's presidential run. She just announced it. Some eyebrows got raised doing the Wall Street Journal editorial board said that there was no clear rationale for a Haley candidacy, but you have other people interpreting it as discrimination against a female candidate. What's your take on this? Well, she, she's making a generational case and to a much more subtle uh, degree, a sort of gender case for why she ought to be the Republican standard bearer. Look, I think this is very simple and straightforward. If the Republican Party does not want Trump or something close to Trump like Ron DeSantis, is there space for a, for a third option? Somebody who's more uh, upbeat, sort of uh, less um, you know, less pugilistic. And if there is, I think Nikki Haley could be a contender. We just don't know if that's what what the party wants in 2024. Hey, Jonathan, thanks so much. Always good talking to you. Enjoyed it. Thanks, guys. Politico senior political columnist Jonathan Martin. Let's find out what happened today on Wall Street with Jeff. By the closing bell, the Dow was down 431 points. That's a one and a quarter percent loss. The Nasdaq lost closer to two percent. A record and a big one for one of our airports. I'm Jeff Clayball. 
Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Georgia Red. Yeah, I'm stepping on people all over today. <laughs> it's a big game for Maryland. Yeah, you can tell you're just excited about the game. I am. I'm just ready to get to talking about it. Uh-huh. Yeah, it uh, should be fun tonight in College Park, Hillary. Number three, Purdue is in town to face Kevin Willard and the Terrapins. And he's the place to be jumping. I got to teach them not how to, how to curse because I think the, I think the other night for such a great institution, I think you can teach better language. I mean, I don't mind it, but I'm from New York, you know, so I'm a little different. It's kind of in my vocabulary. <laughs> he wasn't around when Duke was playing. I was playing, just yeah. going to say, he should have been here for some of the Duke games, absolutely, <laughs> in College Park. The students will be ready tonight. 6.30 tip-off against uh, Purdue. Wizards' final game before the All-Star break in Minnesota this evening. The uh, Capitals home to Florida as they'll play their second game without Ovi and then head back to Carolina on Saturday for the outdoor game. The Genesis Invitational, Tiger Woods, Roy McIlroy, Justin Thomas all play. Playing together, Tiger birdied one, but then his bogey number three dropped back to even. Uh, Rory is at minus one. Justin Thomas minus two. Max Oma in the lead, seven under sixty-four today. John Rahm with a six under uh, 60, 66. Pretty good leaderboard so far at the Genesis. And uh, Eric Bieniemy officially interviewing in Washington today with the Commanders for the offensive coordinator position. George Wallace, WTLB Sports. All right, George. Thanks. Four seventeen. A man in Brandywine who's charged in a pair of violent crimes is accused of using dating apps to meet his victims. Rod- Rodney Richardson, who's 26 years old, is facing a long list of charges accused of stealing someone's car at gunpoint earlier this month after meeting the victim through a dating app. In another case, police say Richardson raped a victim at gunpoint after once again setting up a meeting through a dating app. Prince George's County Police Major Zachary O'Leary refused to name the specific app involved, only saying... The police department is trying to get out the message that all dating apps have the possibility of... A risk. Police urge those using dating apps to meet the person during the day and always in a public place. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Now to the top stories we're working at WTOP. A special grand jury investigating efforts by then-President Trump to overturn his 2020 election loss in Georgia says it believes one or more witnesses committed perjury. President Biden speaks publicly about those high-altitude objects recently shot down by the U.S. military. Keep it here on WTOP for full details coming up. It's 418. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Back to Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, caller describing a crash on Chain Bridge Road near Glebe Road, and that is uh, really tangling things up near the Chain Bridge. And there's been a lot of bailout coming off the George Washington Parkway because of the multi-car crash up above the Chain Bridge on the George Washington Parkway. For the past hour, southbound traffic has been heavy and slowly getting by the uh, wreckers at work. Single file to the right near Donaldson Run on the GW Parkway. We've had lots of crashes in the wet weather today in Chantilly, 28 southbound after 50. The left side is blocked. Fairfax County Parkway southbound between Braddock Road and Pope's Head Road. The left side is blocked by crash response. Have one on the shoulder, 95 southbound near Dale City, but it's going to come down to volume delays, leaving Springfield toward Woodbridge. And on the Beltway in 95, uh, it's going to take some time, of course, given the weather conditions. In Montgomery County, long delays on the outer loop from University Boulevard through Silver Spring toward 355. The crash, the fire rescue response on the outer loop before 355 and 270, blocking the left lanes.
270, thankfully, no spin-out crashes beyond Gaithersburg, but slow traffic, of course, toward Clarksburg. A uh, crash outside of Tuscarora on Buckystown Pike at Greenfield Road. Traffic is held by the response. 50 eastbound, slow out of Chevrolet toward New Carrollton. The crash after 410 is on the left shoulder now. New crash on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Southbound traffic slow inside the Beltway to a point between 410 and 450. In the district, 695 eastbound, leaving the Navy Yard across the 11th Street Bridge. The crash on the I-295 south ramp. It's the D.C. Sports Huddle, sponsored by MGM National Harbor. Visit BetMGM Sportsbook and Lounge at MGM National Harbor today to make your sport opinions count. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Hello, Amelia Draper. What's happening out there? Well, Hillary, I'm tracking plenty of clouds across the area and some scattered showers as well. Some rain down into parts of St. Mary's in Charles County, impacting areas around the Harry Nice Bridge, crossing over the bridge into Dahlgren. You're going to be dry, but further to the north into Charles County, south of Waldorf, dealing with some rain out through Calvert Beach in Calvert County. And then some rain, some light showers up around the Spur and Gaithersburg into Montgomery County along parts of 270. So some hit and miss showers tonight with temperatures only in the 50s. We'll start off tomorrow with temperatures in the 60s, but rain out there for your Friday morning as we head toward the midday hours. Temperatures fall into the 50s by lunchtime as rain comes to an end, but then strong winds and temperatures continue to tumble for our Friday afternoon and evening. We're finishing off the day with temperatures in the 40s and wind gusts up to 40 miles an hour. We start off Saturday with temperatures in the 20s and warm to near 50. Currently across the area right now, 58 degrees in the district, 57 in Bowie, and 57 in Reston. All right, thanks, Emil. Home Design Comp. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Keeping here on W, there is surprising and sobering information on Maryland's childhood poverty rate. That's next, 421. Dave Matthews Band Live. Saturday, June 24th, Merryweather Post Pavilion. Until Friday at 10 a.m. at LiveNation.com. Pre-order the new album, Walk Around the Moon, now. I'm Melanie Funkhauser, president of Fair Oaks Motors. New car prices are up, but at Fair Oaks, used car prices are down. Save thousands on a huge selection of late model, low mileage, certified pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Choose from over 20 different brands. Warranties up to 100,000 miles. And prices start under $12,000. Check out our entire inventory online at fairoaksmotors.com. Fair Oaks Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Lower prices, higher standards every day. I'm Bob Burke founder and chairman of Burke America Parts Group, a family of brands that includes RepairClinic.com, an appliance and HVAC parts solution company that's grown into an international brand. Before AmericanEagle.com, we partially launched a new technology platform developed by another firm. American Eagle helped take our technology to a whole new level with digital marketing, software development, and business insights into our key markets, appliances, HVAC, and outdoor power equipment, and did so both on time and on budget. AmericanEagle.com has the resources, experience, and talent needed to produce solutions. Our new technology platform developed by AmericanEagle.com has produced tremendous results with higher traffic, conversion, engagement, and online revenue. If you have any home repairs you need to take care of, check us out at RepairClinic.com. If you need a world-class website or technology project, then I would highly recommend AmericanEagle.com. 
Call AmericanEagle.com at 773-NETWORK. That's AmericanEagle.com, 773-NETWORK. This is WTOP News. 423. Child poverty in Maryland is worse than experts thought. More than half of all public school kids qualify for at least one anti-poverty program. These sobering days were highlighted in the Washington Post, which says Maryland found that another 110,000 students are living in financially vulnerable homes. That's a 34% increase, and most of them live in suburban communities. This poses a major cost problem as the state gets ready to launch its new education blueprint. If your fridge is on the fritz or your furnace has lost its fire, this could be the ideal time to replace it. And Maryland is kicking off its tax-free appliance weekend Saturday. This weekend, if you purchase an Energy Star-rated appliance in Maryland... You won't have to pay the 6% sales tax. There are some limitations, but the tax break applies to things like air conditioners, washer and dryers, furnaces, even compact fluorescent and LED light bulbs, along with other items, but they must have the Energy Star label. The same exemption on the sales tax applies to used appliances. The annual event has been in place since 2011 as part of the state's efforts to encourage the use of energy-efficient products. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Let's find out what's happening in the federal government. I'm Peter Masurlian. Here are your top headlines from Federal News Network. The FAA says it's created new safeguards to prevent a repeat of the IT failure that ground the nationwide air traffic network to a halt last month, but needs more time before the aging system is completely replaced. About 80% of FAA's customers have moved to a new system, but it won't be fully phased in until 2025. And the Postal Service is cracking down on what it calls a surge in counterfeit postage. USPS is proposing a rule that would allow items shipped with counterfeit postage to be considered abandoned, allowing the agency to open and dispose of them. For more on these stories, go to federalnewsnetwork.com. WTOP at 425, Money News 25 and 55. Jeff Claybaugh got uglier by the minute on the street. Yeah, the uh, Dow finished the day at its low for the session. It was down more than 400 points. By the close, it was down 431. That's a one and a quarter percent loss. The S&P 500 down 57, almost one and a half percent. The Nasdaq down 215 points. That was 1.8 percent. A setback to signs of fading inflation. Wholesale prices rose in more than expected, seven-tenths of a percent in January. That was the biggest monthly increase in six months. A Maryland company is in line for a big boost from the FDA. Gaithersburg-based Emergent Biosolutions holds rights to opioid overdose nasal spray Narcan. Its FDA advisory panel reckons over-the-counter version of it. The FDA will make a decision in late March. Gone are the days of half-full airplanes. Regular airport, airport had, a, had a record year last year. 24 million passengers. That was 71 percent more than 2021 and well past pre-pandemic levels. Jeff Clayball, WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Whole Foods Market. Power up and save at Whole Foods Market. Get two organic large Hass avocados for three sixty dollars with Prime through February 21st. While supplies last, shop in-store or online. Terms apply. President Biden wants to talk to the uh, President Xi Jinping about those Chinese spy balloons. We'll talk about it coming up. 426. Ladies and gentlemen, it's official. Fast just got a whole lot faster. Xfinity has the fastest internet with up to 6 gig speed. Plus, Xfinity Mobile is the fastest mobile service with 5G and millions of Wi-Fi hotspots. You heard that right. Xfinity just increased internet speeds again. And Xfinity